organic poison sickest in the south here we go all right so today we found out uh, that Donald Trump said that he is not going to approve a second round of stimulus uh, support or a stimulus package until after the election or he says until after he wins so yeah, we're not even a minute in, and that's where we're going with that. Um, I want to start with that. I want to get into that here in a second. But I also would like to say, correction to anybody who listened to the episode that I put out last night. Um, I'm not, I want to put a little bit more context onto some of the things I said. And I did, I think I expressed this last night, but I want to be more clear. I am, I am not happy with a lot of the ways that, you know, people have been dealing with their, uh, with their, with the, how they've been expressing their anger in the streets, if you will. Um, I've been pretty vocal about that, and I probably will continue to be, but I'd also want to continue to be clear about just because I'm not happy about it doesn't mean that I don't understand why a lot of these people are doing what they're doing. Um, there's a lot of a lot of it is anguish and a lot of it is just mob tribalism behavior and but there's a lot of it is also ideological people uh, believing in believing in causes. It's not my place to say right or wrong. It can be my place to say whether I agree or not. But I also want to. I'm not. I am not in the business of of drawing lines in the sand. Like I would rather. I would rather bury my head than draw a line in the sand between me and the people that I care about. You know, just because I disagree with you and I can strongly disagree with you doesn't mean that I am the, I am not going to just write somebody off because I strongly disagree with them. I feel like I said this last night, but I'm just wanting to get that point across. I don't think that I am right all the time. I do not think that I am just abundantly right every time that I open my mouth or type something on the internet. And... Don't get me wrong, if I'm talking shit about something, then I am totally cool with being uh, corrected. But in the same breath, I would like for people to also understand that other people are allowed to have opinions on things as well. Uh, with that with that being said, I, I'm, my main point there is just to say that people, even if people are being radical, I don't, I don't necessarily think that they are being radical without a cause. Clearly there are people who have a cause. I think that one of the biggest problems with the uh, the chaos part of all of the things that are happening is the fact that no one really seems to be on the same accord. And that seems like a problem. You know, like it seems like there's an issue there. It's, and you know, in all honesty, man, another thing that really sucks about all of all of that is the fact that nobody's willing to talk to each other about it. Like, where are the people? Like, if the the uh, the elite upperclassmen are so 
so bothered by the uh, the civil unrest. Um, why won't they listen to these people? You know, I mean, or if they are trying to listen to these people, why won't the people who were giving out the demands, you know, for these people or a specific uh, sect of these people, why won't they meet in the middle with whoever these other people? I, I don't understand. There's a lot of rhetoric that goes around and clearly a lot of people – there's a lot of stuff that I don't agree with. But in the same breath, I am – I think – I mean I've been sitting here preaching that we need to compromise for the past six or seven months. And that seems to be uh, something that needs to happen. I digress. I know I went off on a tangent last podcast about that, but I just want to be clear. Um, because I was thinking about it today when I was at work, and I was like, you know, I might I might have went hard last night, and I'm not saying that I'm like necessarily remorseful about the things I said, but I do want to be clear that I do not I'm not I it, it like I said it pains me to see people angry the way that they are, whether it be justly or unjustly, it does bother it hurts me I hate that it sucks so. Just throwing that out there. Back to the stimulus check thing. Um, you know, uh, this is all over the course of like today. This has happened. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read some of this to you about what happened earlier. Okay, the 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 Democratic Party. Let's just say Nancy Pelosi. I don't know that. I don't believe that it is exclusively Nancy Pelosi that. Uh, I don't believe that it is exclusively Nancy Pelosi who um, is doing – say you know, I don't think she's speaking for herself. I think she's speaking for a group of people, uh, and you know, obviously it goes the same thing with Trump. There's more people involved than just the two of them, but throughout this portion of this conversation, that is going to be – I will refer to them too as the uh, people obviously that I'm talking about. So, you know, it, it, but I, obviously I get that there's a bigger portion of people that are involved in this than just the two of them. Um, the president says instead uh, – okay, Trump says COVID-19 stimulus negotiations are over until after the election. What the fuck? Um, the president says instead he wants Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to focus on getting his Supreme Court nominee approved. Okay, so – that's Amy Barrett, Amy Barrett Coet, whatever her name is. Um, Nancy, okay, this is this is what Trump tweeted earlier. He said Nancy Pelosi is asking for 2.4 trillion dollars to bail out poorly run, high crime Democrat states. Money is money that is in no way related to COVID-19. We made a very generous offer of 1.6 trillion dollars, and as and as usual. She is not negotiating in good faith. I am rejecting their offer or rejecting their request. Uh, you know, and then that's you know, then he proceeds to talk about how he is wanting uh, Mitch McConnell to focus full time on getting his nominee. I don't, I don't particularly think, I don't particularly think that. Uh, they're going to have it. It seems like they're not going to have really have much of a problem of getting this girl into um, her her Supreme Court seat. Um, then again, I don't know. I don't really know how a lot of that works. That's not. I mean, 
I'm kind of learning about that all as, you know, uh, this, the lady who passed away, um, and, you know, I learned about how the Supreme Court works, you know, kind of how that works all within the past couple of weeks, so, um, I mean, I've known, I've known, uh, the, the part that the Supreme Court plays, but I never realized how they were appointed, and I still am trying to figure out, like, who is supposed to vote for Amy Coney Barrett to get approved? Like, that doesn't really, I don't, still don't understand. It's still weird to me because I can only read so much when there's a new fucking headline coming out every day with some crazy shit. Either the president gets COVID or Nancy Pelosi is talking about uh, fumigating the president out of office or, you know, whatever it may be. Whatever it may be. And I'm just using them two again as reference. Uh, you know, if you if you look at this bill, even if you look at the previous bill that was passed when we all got our checks and there was this stimulus that went into, you know, all these other things that went down. If you read those bills, it's a lot of it is horseshit. It's not it and there's never a clear answer as to why all of these people get hundreds of billions of dollars or let's just say just to be modest, tens of billions of dollars. And it's like, why do these people and these businesses and these corporations get tens of billions of dollars? They already have tens of billions of dollars. I'm not saying that I should get tens of billions of dollars. I'm not saying that you should get tens of billions of dollars. But there, I think, I don't remember if it was the previous episode or if it was the episode before that. It's all kind of blending together. But I believe at some point I went into a conversation about how we were. We had created such a large deficit in, like, by the trillions of dollars, money that we have. We haven't even accumulated that much debt over the past handful of years. So, I mean, okay, look. To be fair, if we're gonna if we're gonna get like 1.6 trillion dollars, why not just go for 2.4? I mean, at this point, it kind of almost just seems like it doesn't matter. Like it seemed to me, it seems like what does it ultimately? What's one point six trillion or two point four trillion versus the seven or nine trillion that we've already done this year? Like, I mean, you know, it goes back to like last night's uh, title. Uh, what's the point? It's like, well, what's the point in giving a damn? Obviously, there's a point. My uneducated ass is, you know, only so well informed. But I uh. I actually plan on trying to have a guest on Thursday night, or Friday morning rather, for y'all, uh, who will maybe be able to break some of this down for me. I don't want to say his name yet, just in case it, I can't pull it off, but if I can, it'd be great. Somebody far more intelligent on these sub this subject than I am, or a lot of all of these subjects than I am, but uh, I don't know. Um, it kind of seems like that Nancy Pelosi, and now, and I also want to make this clear, this is not me, this is me trying to be as non-biased as possible, trying to explain this, because I think I've made it abundantly clear a thousand times, I've said it, I don't like Donald Trump. But what happened was it seems like that Nancy Pelosi, uh, the leader of her pack, if you will, she put Donald Trump, the leader of his pack, into a corner. They they gave them they they offered or they uh, proposed them this bill and it was filled with a bunch of horseshit. 
I'm not going to try to read it all to you. I have it pulled up right here, but I'm not going to try to read it all to you. Go look it up. Go look up what the second... You can look up the first one, too, but go look up what they proposed in the second stimulus package for the second stimulus package. And there is a lot of things in there that don't add up. It doesn't make sense why that is in there. Like, it does not make sense at all. And so whenever you, you see pompous-ass Donald Trump saying, you know, bail out for poorly run, high-crime Democrat states, it's not like he's saying this prior to everything escalating and going crazy and people burning down buildings and trying to fuck up courthouses and tearing down statues, which I don't really care about statues. I'm not really mad about that at all but because most of those statues i would have loved to come down anyway and it's like we could have sat here and tried to have a conversation and taken the next 10 15 years to get them all put in a, a museum but let's be honest it would literally take longer than that so why not just tear them down fuck it i'm not mad about that but i think to myself I think to myself, so much of this stuff that seems extremely unnecessary. I mean, the whole argument between these two and their respective parties seems extremely unnecessary. How complicated are you? Okay, are you going to give the people money or not? I'm not trying to sound like a selfish prick just because I'm going to get some money out of this. I'm just saying, why is how is it that it's so complicated? Like, for months now, they've been trying to figure out how people are... I live in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. If I'm being 100% honest with you, most of us are doing just about how we were before the pandemic started. People are working, and if they're not working, they could... I mean, it's not that it's not that hard. People are hiring. There's places to get jobs. It's not that bad off here. Like, in versus, I'm saying I'm well aware that it is in other places. I'm just saying from our point of view, or from my point of view, fuck it, I can't speak for everyone. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people who are cussing me out right now for a lot of the things I'm saying just because I digress. They put a lot of things in this bill that didn't make any sense. So, when you have multiple people from the opposing side, if you will, who, who are saying, not just Trump. But people who are like, we've tried to make, you know, we've tried to, you know, meet in the middle. We tried to have some compromise with these, you know, with these people, with Nancy, with Nancy, and and they, there's no there's no pudge or there's no uh, budge. Like it's there, there, it's this way or the highway. And to me, it seems like what they did was they pushed Trump and his respective party into a corner, to where if they agreed. To sign what they were asking for, then it would not only give them – it would not only cure all of their sins for what they have encouraged and allowed to happen in their cities. And I'm not saying that they should have went out and just popped all these people either, by the way. I'm just saying this: it's, these things have happened, and they have been encouraged by these people, and there's there's no – there's no end really that they're projecting. You know, you have these mayors that go out there and they'll be like, "Hey, look guys, we need to calm down." And these same people are like, "Fuck you, mayor. Fuck you." You know, so all these and this was I guess a percentage of this money was intended to give allegedly to give to these people to rebuild their cities that 
they allowed to be destroyed. So, and obviously not every city is entirely burned to the ground either. I'm well aware of that. But there is millions, probably billions of dollars worth of destruction across the country in cities and to people who did not deserve it. You know what I mean? You, if you got me drunk enough and we were having a, a, a gun-ho conversation, I'd be like, yeah, man, let's go fuck – not right now, just sitting here at home. But I'm just saying like if you were in the, in, the, in the zone around the mob, yeah, let's break into this Gucci store and steal some shit. Fuck them. They're filthy rich. Who cares? You know, like if you were in the heat of the moment, yeah. But when you hear about these mom-and-pop stores and you see these videos of these like people like crying and busting down in tears or – you know, of their stores getting fucked up. You can't just say that's collateral damage. Like, oh well, shit happens. We're having a revolution party right now. That just doesn't that doesn't sit well with me. But I mean, hey, it's not my city, so what am I supposed to say? I don't care. Because that's a whole other conversation. But it's like not my city, so I don't care. Oh, you're insensitive. It's you know, uh, justice means justice for everyone everywhere. It's like if we're gonna say that, you know, it's like well, you know, we don't really give a fuck about the. We're all pro-China now, but look at what's happening in China. That's a whole other conversation too. Look it up. Look it up yourself. Uh, I feel like I've talked about that on here before, and I'm not about to just ramble on again about it by myself. I'll wait till I have another guest on, but. They backed him into a corner. So if he agrees to their $2.4 trillion bailout, that's, you know, what, let's not say bailout. That's Trump's wording. Stimulus. Their $2.4 trillion stimulus. You and I get nickels to the dollar, and a shitload of that other money goes somewhere else. It goes to hogwash. It goes to things that we don't, it, not all of it. Some of it maybe is very important. Nonetheless, look up the bill for yourself. Please, I'm begging you to look it up yourself. There is, there is, uh, if he agrees with that, he looks weak. Not to me, not to, you know, what, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't think like that. I'm not like, you know, you always hear, oh, you know, if something does this and it makes them look weak, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't think into – I don't dive that deep into something like that to just – that's the first – oh, well, he looks like a pussy for giving that to them. If he would have agreed to it, I'd have been like, oh, that's cool. That's exactly – I would have been like, that's cool, whatever, you know, fine and dandy. And then if I would have found out the same things that you find out about the first check where you find out all these people are scamming the shit out of this whole – this stimulus package for billions of dollars, then I would get pissed off again because ultimately it, – look, it's not that they're taking our tax dollars. You know, oh, they're taking our taxes. It's not that they're taking our tax dollars. They're taking our fucking children's tax dollars. They're taking they're, – they're, this is – there is absolutely nothing good that can come from printing out trillions of dollars and giving it to whoever the fuck wants it. it like, I, I know I'm not crazy like because it, in my head – you know, in, this might be a little bit off topic. Oh. Okay, let me finish this first. Let me just finish this first. And now, since Trump has turned it down, it makes Trump look like an asshole. 
as opposed to looking weak, now he looks like an asshole because he turned it down. Because nobody wants to take accountability, nobody wants to compromise, and look into this shit themselves, and figure out, wow, maybe that is kind of fucking a little bit too much to ask for. Especially after we've already gotten so many things. It's like, we, you know, we have such a, we have such a uh, adamant, adamant mindset to be like, well, we deserve this. Well, we're Americans. Well, we deserve this. Or we have a right to this. It's like, we don't have a right to something that doesn't fucking exist. They literally would, this money would just poop and just arrive. It would just show up. I don't think that these trillions of dollars are just sitting in the bank the not literally the Bank of America, but inside of this, you know, in Fort Knox or the Treasury or whatever, that money, I don't think that money exists. I could be wrong. Fuck it. Look it up yourself. But, you know, so now he looks like an asshole, you know, and for a good five, six hours there, that's the entire timeline is people saying, you know, Trump looks like a dickhead. Trump looks like a dickhead. Trump's an asshole. Trump, look at this cocksucker. Look at, I'm sorry, I'm cussing tonight. Trump's a cocksucker. He's a, he's a douche. I can't believe he would do this. Now, Trump is a douche. And Trump, I don't, I mean, you know, he's a blowhole. But, what was he supposed to do? I mean, in all honesty, what was he supposed to do? Was he just supposed to say yes? Yes, here is all of this money. Do with it as you please. Just make sure that my people get a little bit of money. Which his people would be getting a little bit of fucking money either way. Because all of these politicians are rat-lying bastards. So, okay. Donald Trump decides... He gets on uh, Twitter probably about two hours ago from now, uh, around 9 or 10 or something of that nature. And, of course, he takes this to Twitter. And let's see. Let's see if I can – let's see if I can pull this up for you real quick. Donald Trump says, in my opinion, I think that what he said is probably – and it might not have even been him. It might not have even, even been his idea to say this. But it is very similar to like a, uh, you thought you had me in checkmate, but I have this. Donald Trump posted on his Twitter. Oh my God. Okay, yeah. Okay, Said he said, if a standalone stimulus... For twelve hundred dollars, for you know, the like like the previous one, I think the cap for how much you make a year is a little bit lower than it was. But uh, he basically said that if 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 someone puts a standalone stimulus offer in front of him for the twelve hundred dollars to go out to the American people, that he would sign it right now. He would sign it immediately and get the money out to people immediately. So now. Let's be honest. These guys are between Nancy and Trump. They've been going back and forth for the past 
you know, six months since the last stimulus came through or ran out, they've been going back and forth saying, oh, we're coming close to a deal. We're coming close to a deal. But in reality, they were never coming close to a deal. They just kept bullshitting and bullshitting and bullshitting. Chances are it had something to do with the election based off of what Trump had to, had to say earlier about how he's like, oh, we're not going to make a deal until after the election. I'm going to focus on my Supreme Court person. And, you know. Maybe that's maybe that's him trying to do a favor to the Republican Party, or maybe that's him trying to do a favor to himself because he still thinks he's going to win. I don't know if he's going to win or not. I honestly thought that the whole reason that they were going that the that Nancy and them were going so hard on the stimulus was because they were thinking that they were not going to win, so they were trying to get as much shit as they could to, I mean, to you know uh i guess compensate for the fact that they might not win the presidency i that's what i was thinking a couple of weeks ago and now i'm thinking to myself it's like well shit it's starting i mean every other day you have to think to yourself like well looks like trump might win well looks like biden might win and who knows at this point Biden is up in the polls by uh, the national polls by like 14, 16%. Now, I don't know how tr how valid polls are. This is the first time I've ever really cared about something like that. And you hear people say, oh, don't trust the polls because they could be wrong. And then you hear people say, well, it's 14, 16 points. It's kind of hard to be wrong on that. It's like if it's four points, you know, two points, three points, but if it's 16 points, kind of look like uh, Biden's uh, on, on a roll, and it kind of looks like Trump's running out of time to, to shift the tide. If you had a October surprise, now would probably be a good time to use it, Donnie. If you, if you think that you, you know, got something in your bag that you want to use, you should probably use it if you have any intentions on trying to win, but... Right now, between you coming, uh, knocking on heaven's door, and or hell's gates, and uh, you know, Joe Biden be at least pretending, trying to pretend to be a nice guy when he's not baffling on about saying that black women are stocking shelves, then you know, it, it, it doesn't really seem, it doesn't really seem like Donald Trump is doing too well right now, which, to be fair. I don't know if I'm I, I'm pretty I'm pretty okay with him not doing well, <laughs> you know. I might regret that three months after the election, whenever Biden gets in office and maybe everything goes to hell. I mean, I'm just I'm thinking to myself I'm like, honestly, it all boils down to which one is going to give us the least chance of having a civil war. You know, which one of us is going to which one of them is going to give us a chance at not having to be dead ass broke. You know, like I, I have a family. You know, I have to take care of my family. I want to live my life comfortably, or at least not, you know, miserably. I, I have friends. You know, I have people that I care about on both far, the furthest ends of this spectrum that whether I think they're right or I think they're wrong, I want them to be okay as well. When, I, when the dust settles, in the event that the dust does settle, I want my friends and my family to be okay because th they're – there is something uh, – there's a, there's a romantic, romanticization – it has been romanticized, this idea of revolution and all this. And to be honest, it, it, it's great. It sounds great. It, it sounds great on paper. It looks great on paper. But holy shit, when you look at it on video, it's not quite as exciting. When you watch the raw footage of 
of of of of the revolution, which is crazy, mad ironic that they have always said the revolution won't be televised. They were wrong. The revolution is is definitely being right or wrong. The revolution is definitely being televised, and this is without a shadow of a doubt one of the most. This is the most captivating time of my life. Like I've I've ne I never would have imagined to have been able to see any of this stuff unfold. I also never would have thought I would ever be trying to half ass talk about politics on a podcast and just you know at this point these are becoming venting sessions you know hopefully once i have a guest on here it'll be a little bit more in order but i'm on a roll i'm on a roll because i feel like talking my shit i'm just saying it 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 doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make an abundance of sense the only thing that makes sense to me is that every politician the top 100 politicians in our country only give a shit about themselves. They all, it's all, like, and I'm not trying, I'm not trying to go all Alex Jones on you, but I'm just saying, it's, it's almost like they're all trying to figure out their exit strategy. They're trying to just not give a fuck for as much as they can and get, take all their little gold pieces up and just get the fuck out of Dodge because, I mean, I don't know. I've lived I've lived as a young adult and as a teenager through several election periods. And our election seasons. And none of it has ever been like this. People say I mean obviously there's a there's a, a lot of other things that are happening outside of the election that's adding to the uh the up, the upbeat, and the the chaos in the world. It's not it's not exclusively people raising hell in the streets for for good reasons or bad reasons. It's there's other shit. We have coronavirus. We have hurricanes. We have wildfires. We have you know, uh, t poverty. I mean, we have we have people uh, uh, like a war of misinformation. We have tension with other countries, but we have all kinds of shit going on. That is not exactly the best thing that could all be happening at the same time. You know, it's like whoever, if there, if we are living, this is a this is a good example to express that we may be living in a simulation, or it could be a good example that there are powers beyond what you and I can just actually see that are controlling and manipulating the way that all this shit is unfolding. And I'm not talking about a simulation. I'm just talking about rich fucks who are playing poker at our expense. And they are going all in every time. All in every time. It's an, This isn't the first time... The world doesn't revolve around the USA. So this isn't the... But that should be a keynote to the to get let you look around a bit. If the world doesn't revolve around the USA. What else is going on in the world? What's happening in America right now has happened in several other countries, especially in the past 100 years. The only reason it, it is so polarizing is because it's actually happening to us. And I promise you, more... I mean, I'm pretty sure almost every time something like this has happened, 
it never is good on the other side. I'm not just referring to the fact of let's convert to communism or let's convert to socialism. You know, I'm talking about in general, this chaos. On the other side of this, it is not good. It doesn't matter if Trump is the president. It doesn't matter if Biden is the president. If we are broke as fuck, we are broke as fuck. If we are separated and fighting each other and sitting here contemplating going into a civil war, we are fucked. That is, the, that is the worst thing that could possibly happen. I mean, you know, they they say a lot of people who are, you know, really hyped up and, you know, going out and fighting for good causes and raging out and doing all that stuff for good causes on either side, if you will, their, their, their ideology is like, well, pe good people had to die so we could live like, you know, whatever. Look, bro, nobody has to die. Nobody has to die right here. If everybody would just relax for a second, I'm pretty sure that we would all realize that most of us want the same things. Nobody wants cops to kill black people. Nobody wants cops to kill white people. Nobody wants cops to kill anyone. Nobody wants you to kill anyone. Nobody wants anyone to kill anyone. That's where all this started. But now it has turned into something completely beyond. I mean, of course, that's still something that stands. I mean, it, it, the injustice factor is still, it's still a prevalent piece of the conversation. But don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong by saying that. There is a, a very, very large amount of issues regarding social politics that is really, really taking effect here. <laughs> um, obviously, the police are not the only thing that needs reform. The police is a really big deal that, you know, as far as reform goes. But clearly, you know, we, we haven't, we, but the thing is, is we can't take a step back and have a conversation with each other. People don't want to stop and talk to each other. You know, I, I, I get mad and I start posting shit online and saying stuff on Facebook and frustrated at these people, frustrated at these people, people. And I've said this, I believe in a previous episode. And it's like, I've got people just pissed at me on either side of the spectrum. And it's like, you have people, the same people who were, you know, who were like, Obama's going to take our guns. Obama's going to take our guns. And the same people who were telling them, no, he's not. You guys are overreacting. You guys are being ridiculous. Those are the same people who are like, they're going to put all gay people in gas chambers. We cannot let Donald Trump win again. Donald Trump is going to overturn this. He's going to overturn that. He's going to do this. He's been here for four fucking years, and he hasn't done any of that. I don't like Donald Trump, but Jesus Christ, the whole point is that there's 300 million of us and there's one president. One. And let's just say there's a hundred more people up underneath him. 300 million people versus the hundred people underneath Donald Trump. I mean, let me, let me, let me play a revolutionary advocate real quick. Why the fuck are y'all burning down cities? Why are you wasting your gas driving back and forth to cities? Take it to them, motherfuckers. Take it to them. 
take all of your money, take all the money that's been donated and all of the, you know, whatever that you've gotten, all of your, uh, everybody who's gotten together and been like, we're going to go fuck shit up. Take it to them. Stop fucking up your own city. Stop fucking up your neighboring cities. Go to them. If that's, if you're really wanting a revolution, take it to the front steps. I mean, I'm saying, when I say take it, I mean take flowers, of course. Obviously, that's what I mean. But I'm just saying. We, I mean, I'm quite sure that a lot of people who are out there fighting the good fight are fighting because they want this country to be a better country. Whether, whatever your ideology may be. Well, if you, uh, you know, ignore the line in the sand for a second or stand by the line on either side and have a conversation with those people who are across from you that are pissed, if you guys would stop yelling at each other for five seconds, I guarantee you would find out that you guys are pretty much wanting the same shit. You just have two radically different ways of wanting to get there. You have two radically different visions of of what... The, the the journey is supposed to look like. I mean, I get that freedom isn't free, but it could be a lot cheaper. It could be a lot cheaper than what is going on right now. You know, I mean, I I get so bent I get so bent about it. I know I'm worked up, but you know. This is three of three. I'm going three of three. There's a hurricane coming for Mississippi, by the way. It's like, uh, I'm sure by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be a Category 5. It's supposed to hit, hit here Friday. Hoping I don't have to go to work Friday. That'd be great. Then I'll just do like three podcasts that day. Uh, you know, there is uh, there is a lot of of crazy shit happening in the world right now, and, um, I'm very curious to see, I'm very curious to see how this stimulus thing works out, I want to know, I want to know what happens with this, uh, Trump making this, uh, our Trump's team making this standalone stimulus bullshit, uh, tweet, I'm curious to see how that plays out, not only because people like me and you are going to get, me and you are going to get this money, Mind you, it doesn't matter if you're one of the people who happen to be outside destroying shit or if you happen to be one of the people who are sitting at home uh, saying that those people are rebels without a cause and they, you know, they ain't about shit. You know, all, all you guys who are all about liberty and uh, freedom. It's like these people, a lot, of, a lot of those kids that are out there are fighting for liberty and freedom. They just they just happen to be burning shit down in the process, and not all of them. Not all of them. there's people out there protesting that aren't laying a finger or throwing a single rock, throwing a single stone. They're out there passionate about this. They're, it's a passionate time. We're all worked up about things, but the thing about it is, is it doesn't have to. We don't. It doesn't have to end in violence. It doesn't have to. Uh, it doesn't have to kick off with violence. There's there's so much more that could be achieved if people were willing to to be like to stop for a second take a step back and be like yo i mean to be if i'm being 100 percent honest i think we're beyond that 
I don't think I don't necessarily know that that's a possibility at this point. I don't know that it is a possibility for us to step back and calm down and have real civil discourse because we've been talking about this since before this even happened, before any of this happened. You know, before we all got locked up in our homes or you know, and before we all all these businesses closed down before George Floyd and all this came, we've talked about how we needed to have civil discourse, and I think we took for granted the ability to do that. I think we took it for granted that we had the ability to meet in the middle and have a conversation about things uh, and work things out uh, the right way, the peaceful way. Um, I don't. I don't. I think that. I think a lot of this. You know, I was, last night I was talking about how there's reasons behind people. You know, you know, those people that are out there, whether they're you know peacefully protesting or walking the streets, raising their voices and holding up signs, and or, or whether it be those people that are out there breaking shit. There's there's a reason that it got to where it is now, and I think that our, one of our biggest, the biggest injustice that we can do. As an American society with the hopes of being prosperous is to ignore the fact that there is a reason that that is happening. Some would call it uh, systemic oppression, systemic racism. I mean, I, I mean, some would call it classism. Some people would call it the the divide that's gotten bigger and bigger that has destroyed the middle class in America. It has caused uh, people to have anguish, and you know you could even go as far as to say the things that have been put into our minds, the things whether it be rhetoric or whether it be entertainment or whether it be you know doctrine, whatever it may be. It's like, but we have to understand that there's a reason that it's happening. It's not like these people, it's not like these kids just up and got up and said, we're going to go fuck shit up. We're going to go do that because fuck America. It's not like that's what happened. People don't, I mean, someone, there's some people out there that just say fuck America just to do it. But it's like, why do these, why is that a general statement that it, you know, that, uh, why are there so many people saying that right now? There's a reason, and we need to talk about it. We need to be willing to hear it. Nobody wanted to hear Colin Kaepernick when he got on his knee. That All they wanted to do is talk about how he's being disrespectful to the veterans and all this other stuff. You never wanted to hear what he had to say. You never wanted to hear what, peop what people had to say when they were living in impoverished neighborhoods. You never wanted to hear what the downtrodden people said. This is what we need to survive. This is what we need to be able to function. We don't have – where are we going to get the funds to help these people? We can't do that. Here we are. Within nine months, we've somehow managed to become $9 trillion more in debt, and we're about to work on 11. But we couldn't, we couldn't help those people out. Those people – those people didn't, you know, what did they do to deserve this money? We're going to just hold on to it. We couldn't print. Do you realize, like, uh, probably $2 trillion would have changed the face of, of the downtrodden people in America? What about all the homeless people we were talking about the other night? There was They were saying there was 30,000 homeless people in Los Angeles before COVID. 
Los Angeles alone. Like, what about what about the epidemic of people sticking needles in their arms? Couldn't do nothing. Couldn't couldn't come up with couldn't come up with twenty bucks for them. You had to get you had to get people like me to donate money to these causes. You had to get people like you, you know you guys, I guess, to donate to these causes. Maybe maybe you did. I mean, in your head, you're like, ah, I don't have the money for that. Let somebody else deal with it. And look at us now. The best country in the world, the the, the freest, the richest, the happiest country in the world. Look at us now. Like I said, I, I live in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Just one of the few times that you can be grateful that everything comes here last. I mean, we've got our problems, but, I mean... Turn on TV. No, don't turn on TV. Go to YouTube. Go to YouTube and, you know, look up things you agree with and look up things you don't agree with. I mean, I'm telling it's all it's all online. Everything that you want to know is online. But I'm telling, don't just look up the things that you want to see. Look up the things that you disagree with. Hear the hear the, the story out. Don't just hear what these hundred people at the top of the ladder have to say. Listen to what people have to say. I want to challenge the 13, of, 13 to 15 of you that actually listen to these every time they come out. And any of you got the extra people that come in throughout time. I want to challenge you to take time out of your day or out of your evening to just... Actually research some of this stuff. I mean, I, I, I research this stuff. I'm hor I can't retain inter information. I have horrible internet at my house. I look things up and I read. I look on my phone and I read. And, you know, I get on here and I get all excited. And I'm sitting here trying to tell you about stuff. And then I'm like, oh, well, uh, and I go to try to look it up. And I can't look it up as quick as I'd like to. And I can't pull it up on my phone because I'm recording this on my phone. Nonetheless, it doesn't matter. I want to encourage you. If you don't take anything from this, I want you to look up some of the stuff that I've talked about today and yesterday and throughout the past couple of weeks, past couple of months. And listen to what somebody else has to say that you don't agree with. Because some of those people are talking in a very in non-radical manners. I'm not talking about the the video that gets shared by that guy you went to school with. That's a douche, and he's like, "Yeah, these fucking idiots out here, these fucking idiots out here burning down these fucking buildings, America." I'm not talking about him. Don't watch his videos because everything he posts is just gonna piss you off. And to all of you guys, the few I'm sure there's a handful of you guys. Better that dickhead from high school that is now posting all these videos. Look at these stupid, these junky meth heads out here burning down. Alex Jones said, Alex Jones said, Q said. All you guys, stop for a second and listen to what some of these people have to say. Because some of these people, a lot of these people, most of these people have something to say. And it's something... That we all of this is something that we are going to have to either meet in the middle or we will all fail. We will all fail. Our children will fail. Our entire future will fail. This country will die if we do not find a way to compromise. We have got to figure out 
how we can appreciate each other. Whether we have got to find a way to appreciate and respect each other and everything that each other stands for. And we have got to meet in the middle. Or we are fucked. <laughs>